Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hello there from Vilnius. Lovely morning here in Lithuania. We should note there are Ukrainian flags everywhere in this city, a city that's completely turned out and shows solidarity uh, with the war effort, the resistance uh, against Russia, and of course, here in a former Soviet state in the Baltics. Uh, one, and I'm standing in George W. Bush Plaza, named after the former president because he gave a speech here in 2002 in which he urged Lithuania to be admitted to NATO. And NATO transformed then, and it has done so again now. So when he make, goes on to make the point that he is about three miles from the Belarusian border, like a hundred miles from Russia, right next to Ukraine, all the world leaders there are within striking distance of a war. Um, I guess that's not a concern. Uh, apparently not. That would absolutely usher us into World War Three. Sure, suspect. sure. But it was yeah. seen as a big deal when various leaders were going to Kiev. I just I was surprised they're all gathering right there in the corner. So many things to discuss with Mike Lyons, who served the United States military in a variety of capacities in a variety of places, now a respected military analyst for CNN, among others. Mike, how are you, sir? Hey, good morning, guys. Great to be back with you. Been following your Twitter feed, and we know your neck of the woods has been uh, affected by the uh, horrendous rainfalls in the Northeast. How's everybody doing? Yeah, West Point, underwater, on uh, the town outside Highland Falls, the same roads are out. Um, actually, we, I can't get up there right now. There's no way 9W, the main artery, into the academy 
is shut down both from the north side and the south side of uh, the town. So it's it's pretty devastating. Hopefully, um, the Army Corps of Engineers is moving quickly to try to restore services there. Uh, the building I work in is uh, uninhabitable right now. It was flooded wow. in the floor. So you got mold. you got all kinds of things that are going to happen. So, yeah, a once-in-a-thousand-year storm, they're saying it was. Yeah, speaking of uh, powerful forces, Mother Nature is uh, unmatched. Um, let's talk about the situation in Ukraine. We talked a little bit about uh, your opinion on cluster munitions yesterday. We know you're in favor of Ukraine using them. Why? Yeah, I, I, first of all, is, let's, let's let the law of land warfare dictate, and that should be the litmus test for this, right? I mean, the, the legality of the situation. Number one, um, it's a military necessity. Right now, Ukraine is trying to do a counteroffensive without air superiority, which is foolhardy in some ways to begin with. And you can even say it's not even a counteroffensive. It's just trying to figure out some probing operations. Anyway, the bottom line is they're running out of ammunition, so they, they need more ammunition. We knew this eight months ago that eventually they would run out of ammunition because we can't resupply them at the pace that they're using it. We don't have enough uh, material on our side, and we don't have enough reserves, and that, that was that was the known known that they were going to run out of ammo. So that's number one. There's a necessity to use these rounds. Number two, proportionality. They, they are proportional in that Russia's used them already. They've used them on civilian targets. They've used them on things they shouldn't be, but uh, this is not going to be a game changer. It's not going to allow them uh, a, a tremendous advantage, and they're going to use them in a, in a way on the third thing, civilian uh, or military targets only. There's going to be a distinction between combatants and non-combatants. Uh, and so, again, if you use those three tests of the law of land warfare, you know, Russia's failed all three. Russia, you know, uses them without necessity, has fired them on civilians, and doesn't use them in, in proportionality, but Ukraine's going to do that. I think legally they have a case that they, they should use them. I think a lot of people were hoping the Ukrainians would make some big advances once the Wagner group had to pull out, since that was Russia's best fighting force. Why has that not happened? Right, so they're not. Um, 25,000 men, as you can see now, too, I, I never thought they were going to just disappear or be part of the, Ukra- uh, the Russian military. Vladimir Putin is not giving up on the Wagner Group. They're, they're earners. They, they, you know, Prigozhin's an earner. He earns it not only in Ukraine, he earns it in Africa and rare earth minerals and all the things going on. So that, you know, we're surprised that, you know, he's meeting with uh, Vladimir Putin. Prigozhin is, no, we shouldn't be surprised because he's not going to get rid of them. The bottom line is Russia still outguns Ukraine artillery almost 10 to 1 on the front. They've had six months to dig in. They have more ammo. They can throw an endless number of resources at this. Um, You know, it was a lot of hope that some counteroffensive would be able to break through. The only place that would really matter is in the south. Uh, And Russia blows that last bridge, that last dam that that floods an entire area that definitely um, narrows now the avenues of approach there. So they're going to march into these kill zones. Now, they could wait another eight to ten weeks when the NATO equipment arrives, because right now Ukraine crew survivability is so important. And the, the, the equipment coming from NATO, it's still not there yet, will be there, and they, it, they'll have a little more of a chance. But Russia still owns the airspace. They still own a lot of different things. They need attackums. They need you know, deep strike missile capability. They need air defense artillery in order for them to have any success, to think they're going to have success with this counteroffensive. Uh, Mikey, anticipating my next question, do we have any idea of the timetable of, say, Abrams tanks or F-16s being brought to bear? September and um, that crews are still being trained on them and just because you know what they'll do is they'll allow the crews to survive more the question is whether they're still going to be able to fight with them they're they're complex systems I mean 
in, in some ways, the, the, the Cadillacs, the, 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 what the gunner uses to hit targets with is, believe it or not, is, is designed after kind of video game. And, and it's a lot of things that kind of go into that from a simulation perspective. But they are, they are big, heavy pieces of equipment that have long logistical supply chains to them. They get like, you know, eight gallons to the mile that, you know, there's a lot of things that go in. It's, the, it's not just the, these tanks showing up. It's going to be the support that's going to, that's going to, that's going to keep them running. Um, they're not getting F-16s. You're not seeing any kind of air, air superiority happening within the next year or so. But, but again, September would, they'd be lucky. And, and that's the time that I thought they were going to go on this counteroffensive. It looks like they had to do this politically. They looked like they had to do something right before the NATO summit to show that they were doing it. But I'm afraid that they're just throwing, unfortunately, Ukraine soldiers into the, into that meat grinder that Russia was doing eight months ago. So the NATO leaders, as you mentioned, the NATO summit are meeting there just a couple of miles from, uh, mm-hmm. the border there with, um, you know, uh, an opponent of, of right. NATO. Um, how big a deal is Sweden joining NATO? Yeah, big, and both them and Finland, because of their neutrality for the past, you know, 70-plus years and, and more than that. Um, th- this has drawn um, NATO together, I think, and NATO has never been as united I, as of right now. I'm glad at least we're not allowing Ukraine into NATO. I, I think we've talked about this before. I've never been a fan of all these countries joining NATO. We can't have the membership of NATO to be everybody but Russia, because that's how the First World War started. Um, but that's where we're at right now, and I think that there'll be a path. If, if Ukraine continues to, to smash the Russian military in place and hold its own, you know, four or five years from now, they're going to have a case that they're going to want to be in NATO. It depends on what Russia looks like at that point. But, but we also can't put in NATO a country that has a border dispute with a country like Russia, because then that triggers, you know, Article 5, and next thing you know, we're at World War Three. I was reading coverage in the Wall Street Journal about that very question. They were writing that the European powers seem to be in favor of a, a, a fairly direct path to membership for Ukraine. Yeah, I heard Macron in France said, hey, Ukraine's the best military in Europe right now, so why not? Yeah, they're one of the largest. I think after Turkey, they're the you know the third largest or whatever in in Europe at this point. And that's, that's kind of the, at some point that we'll have to watch that as well to make sure that they don't get too powerful, um, as again, as we just look at history as the course. But you're, you're going to see other countries eventually start to puke over this, like Germany, for example. Germ- Germany, at the end of the day, wants everything to go back to February 20, you know, 22, 2022. They, they want this whole thing to be over. They want to wake up like a bad dream, and they want to get cheap you know, oil again. They, they, they don't, they're not interested in, in making Russia angry. So I, I think that um, people are talking a good game right now. Germany has talked a good game in some, some ways, but, um, but when, it, when push comes to shove, putting you know, Ukraine into NATO is going to be a really, really big deal, and the United States should only agree to that if if we don't believe Russia is the threat that it currently could be. And as long as they have nuclear weapons, that might never be the case. We're talking to military analyst Mike Lyons. Mike, we can't let you go without asking you about uh, recruiting in the United States military. I was just reading yet another yeah. report saying that uh, other than the Marines, everybody's falling miserably short and everybody's trying mm-hmm. to understand why. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I think it is two things. I do think, number one, that those of us in the military are still stopping or no longer sending our children into the military. I mean, I, my son is in the Navy, and I'm glad he's serving, but I talked to more and more of my peers that uh, were in the military, and their children are not going in. It, it was very much a family business, so that's 
there's no question that that's impacting it. And the second thing is that the, the bar remains very high to get into the military. I mean, if you're, the, the, the amount of information on an individual that, that is uh, in their country right now, for example, any kind of drugs, uh, any kind of drug use, any kind of um, ADHD medication is disqualified oh, for the military. Well, so you're, they're yeah. going to eliminate a lot of people there. Exactly. Um, aside from overweight, aside from not being in shape, there's all there's there, so the the pool is just shrinking all the time. I think it's a national you know security issue um, on some level, but um, y- you know, and and if did something did happen, a lot of those restrictions might go away. So and they they still might go away. Now they did they did drop the restrictions during combat times. It's called a Category Four. It's just a high risk recruiter that uh, that the military doesn't let in. That's because the army does a pretty good job. Of knowing who is and isn't going to succeed in the army, right? Because we've been recruiting people for 100, you know, 200 years. So they, they know they have pretty good data as to what what a person is going to do in, inside the military. You know, it's different. It's a different world and it's a different life. But um, but you know, I'm still seeing. I've got a young man that I've been working with uh, last year. He just finished up basic training. He's on his way to airborne school and special forces school. So it's still. You know, the bar is pretty high still, which I think is good. And I think our Army today is still better than it was 20 years ago, better than it was when I was in. So, you know, full steam ahead. There are a lot of good reasons for tradition and not being, you know, flitting from one trend to another. And I'm glad the U.S. military is that way. Mm -hmm. But do you see signs that they are adapting to the modern young person, the modern world? Yeah, they have done that before. Back, if you look, if you remember 20 years ago, there was this recruiting campaign you know, called the Army of One. And back then when we were in, we were all shaking our heads going, well, the Army is, the last thing the Army is is an Army of One. Mm. And that lasted about five minutes. You know, and everyone realized that that's just not a good message because then they got into the Army and realized it was no Army of One. Um, but I think they do have to stay current with social media and all the forces that act on them, but, but they still have to hold the line with regard to, look, the primary mission of the U.S. military is fighting to win the nation's wars, period. It's not to create diversity. It's not to, it's not to force feed social changes into the military, which is you can easily do because of the government control over it. The, the, the bottom line is the military exists to win the nation's wars, and, and if we can't do that, then, uh, then we'll fall short and we'll, we'll let our country down. Mike Lyons, uh, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for the time, Mike. Great guy. Thanks for having me. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. 
If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.